They are the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You are now listening to the 12.15 Club. Welcome back to the 12.15 Club. Do I sound like Mario? Because I'm filling in as Eric the Big German Kid. Trying to fill in as best I can for Mario because he is out in Scottsdale, Arizona, missing a show today for his friend's bachelor party. Joined, as always, by Dylan the Graphics Guy, Marvin the Trader. We've got Eric, the camera guy, running audio for this and uh, join in studio today with Todd Fritz. Todd? What's going on, guys? Thanks for coming in. I think this is your fifth appearance. I was going to ask, like on SNL, don't you get like the jacket? Don't they do that whole thing if you've uh, been like a host five times or a guest five times, you get some jacket? I'll tell you what, you can uh, take some free merch home if you'd like. Pick anything like I off the table. Taken everything already. <laughs> I've got like doubles of everything in my, my, my house. We've dubbed this the week of Todd. Um, and I don't know if there's one D or two Ds on there, so we'll get into that. But um, obviously, first off, starting chronologically and what I think should be the biggest news for you this week, the signing of Russell Wilson. Um, so it was kind of – you had a caller today that kind of called you out a little bit. Then he, he felt like you didn't really – get that excited about it. So I'd like to give you a form here. Let's start a clock at like 30 seconds maybe and uh, just get your thoughts on Russell Wilson joining joining your team, the Broncos. I am thrilled that Russell Wilson is the new quarterback of the Broncos. We've needed a quarterback for a long time. I'm not going to go so far as to say just because Russell Wilson's the quarterback that all of a sudden we're going to go deep in the playoffs and be a Super Bowl team. That could happen in the next couple of years, but the division is just way too tough for them to automatically go from 7-10 and 10 to greatness. So then this week... Obviously, Russell Wilson joining, great start to the week. And then all of a sudden, you had the squish of the century, right? And we had a, a phone caller come in um, that was said he was a doctor, which, I mean, it's difficult to verify. I mean, I, I could call. Did that make you feel any better about Because I know that you have your ailments. I did the ask, answer, ask thing. Sorry, Dan. Um, but I'm just curious, how does that make you feel? Like, does that give you any sort of... Um, it makes me feel good that people care about me if they're tweeting or they're calling in they're, and that they're genuinely concerned about my health or whatever. If they have something to say that's like alarming, then I don't like it. I only like do- doctors that call and say, just slow down and you're fine. There's nothing wrong with you as opposed to ones that are like, you really got to go get that checked out and get like x-rays of your brain. You may have to get to some type of surgery. Yeah, Marv. Yeah. You know what's funny about what's been going on as far as like people calling? It feels like this is very much like the callers. They feel like they know us. And they want the best oh, for us. So you're one of the front room guys now. No, no, no. I oh, mean, okay. I mean, wow, all, wow. Come on, <laughs> look, I'm look. I'm trying to stay humble, guys. Look, I'm with you guys. I'm I'm a BRG. I'm just out there for now. Like I'm the guy that was. I don't want to call it like JV, but I'm playing varsity. But you know, I I'll have a varsity jacket. But anywho, well said. Um, well said. Yeah. Uh, but I think, like I was just saying. It's definitely like people care and people feel like they know us. And, you know, I think they really want the best for you. But also, like, the content was just so undeniable. Like, it was shocking that you didn't hear it because as soon as you said it, I'm sorry, Fritzy. I could you not hysterical stop. Ever. Be, like, it's and understandably, hilarious. that was really, it's, it was very scary. I was able to laugh about it after the initial shock of hearing my voice back and just how 
terrible that was. I really didn't know that it came out like that. But Todd, we've played your sound back to you on this show, and I know, it didn't seem not, to sink in like I that. I guess not, but nothing like that. Maybe it was too many S or SH words in a row. Like three of the six or seven words I was trying to say all had like that sound, and it was just what a disaster. It well, was the really, words didn't have that sound. But. No, me, I had that sound. <laughs> it, was very, it was very alarming and frightening, and then after I calmed myself down and, and said, you know what, there's nothing seriously wrong with you. Maybe you just got to slow down or whatever, and then I was able to laugh at it more. Yeah, Dill. Um, well, yeah, Todd, you did kind of shoot yourself in the foot with your word selection. I think may have been your the first mistake. Terrible, terrible word selection. Um, but you did say when you were leaving that day, you said you were maybe going to practice when you got home. You were thinking about maybe pulling an all nighter and practicing yeah. in the bathroom. Did that end up happening? I or? did do some of that. I wasn't up till like three, four in the morning, but I, I periodically went into the bathroom mirror and watching my formulation of words, trying to slow down and do, you know, she sells seashells by the seashore and trying different things like <laughs> he that. He just did it there on shore. <laughs> she sells sea, she sells seashells by the seashore. But I, I think part of it is slowing down. Part of it is maybe I have some kind of impediment, which people have. It's, you know, I've got far yeah. worse problems than that. So I, I can't get too hooked up on that. Yeah, Marv. All right. So when something like that happens where maybe you become like, you know, the butt of a joke or something that doesn't, you know, Maybe you don't book as many guests as you would like. Are you losing sleep? Like, is it hard for you to, like, turn your brain off and, like, just, you know, get some shut-eye? Yes. Um, Because I'm always – I'm not a good sleeper. I have sleep apnea, but that's besides the point without getting into health problems and stuff like that. Uh, I'm My mind is always kind of working. Not that I'm always thinking of mock headlines and limericks. I just It takes me a long time to unwind and relax. And sometimes in the middle of the night, something pops in my head, and it could be something work-related or something that I'm just starting to stress about or that's on my mind. So, you know, coupled with, you know, what goes on at work, and I'm, I'm used to the fact that you're, you're the butt of a lot of jokes, and we all hopefully are laughing more with each other than at each other, although sometimes I question, you know, a few of those. But uh, I need to, you know, you know, slow down, calm down more, and find a way to quiet my brain without being on meds. To be able, there's got to be other ways to do that because I don't want to take medication. I would say, Todd, and I don't know if this is too big of a topic for you or not, but this week was um, one of the most funnier weeks, like just because of you and like and Marvin stuff, and I just felt like it had a good vibe. And I wonder now we're we're two and a half months since Andrew left the show. And Marvin's starting to find a voice on air. And I wonder if, are you feeling like you want to contribute more than you may have if Andrew was here? Or has that does that get into your mind at all? Do you think about it? Not really, but it is true. I don't know if it's just this week, but uh, that I do agree with you that this week I think everybody was really on their game. I think uh, as far as from my standpoint, you know, um, and I was always comfortable around and, around Andrew, so I don't think anyone was holding anybody back or anything like that. I love having Seton next to me as opposed to an empty chair. I loved having Andrew next to me, but I wasn't allowed to look at his food or ask him what he was eating or, get upset <laughs> or make any j- jokes that even sound remotely anti-Semitic. But being Jewish, I thought I could get away with that. Obviously, I couldn't. <laughs> but, but I uh, I digress. The uh, this was for whatever reason this week. There was a lot of funny things happened, and I'd like to think I was a you know a good part of that. And I love making everybody laugh and. If, you know, that's, uh, but it's not really in my head. It's like I got to do less or more or anything like that because we have one last day on that or then Andrew's not there. So I'm just kind of being myself and it, it seems like I'm more comfortable than ever in my skin or whatever or on the air, except for that I don't know how to talk anymore. But it's all, uh, it's all good. Yeah. Other than talking, you're doing really well yeah, other this than radio saying, stuff. Other than putting <laughs> consonants and vowels together clearly. No, I'm doing all right. Don't yeah. worry. Todd, you're more than just a pretty face. It's Thank okay. you. I appreciate that. Um, I, it was kind of funny though that, uh, you probably have what a handful of limericks every week, and then on St. Patrick's Day you decided oh. not to, and then 
you got put on the spot and had to come up with one and like during a what five minute break. Yeah, or that was a little that was a little pressure because I wanted to go out and there was I think there was food outside and I wanted to go get my corned beef on and my potatoes, but I couldn't because I needed the commercial break to start coming up with a, a limerick. I thought I did a pretty good one, and which leads me to believe instead of spending lots and lots of time on mock headlines or limericks, maybe I'm best on the fly, just like hey, we need this in the next three minutes and. Uh, so I, I bet you it seems that way that I can maybe perform better. You wouldn't think, though, because based on my stand-up act, you would never know that how I handle pressure. But I think sometimes it's better to not overthink things and just kind of do it. Well, this is this is something that I've noticed about you, and this is not intended to be a therapy session. I hope it doesn't turn into that. But I noticed that you read most things, at least up until this week. I noticed this week you weren't. But normally, like, you'll write, you'll send yourself an email with something you want to say, and then you'll read it, especially, like, what have we learned? And like I did that just yeah. a few minutes ago in our post show uh, meeting to talk about guests for Monday. I was I, I made myself notes and I was reading off of Do we want this one on? Do we want this person on? Who do we want to have for Monday? Almost word for word as if I created my own little laptop teleprompter, which is good so you don't forget, right? That's Especially the main like with a it's list. not about like that. I need to uh, that I can't think without looking at the words, but I don't want to forget you know the different elements before Dan heads out the door before everyone leaves. I don't want to then be in my car. Oh, I was supposed to. We, I wanted to bring up A, B, and C. I have it there right in front of me. As an observation, though, and you kind of self-identified as well, that this week was really good for you and, and kind of the whole team. So I wonder if maybe because of the limerick, um, kind of the evidence that was that came from you kind of punting that, and then also just all of your off-the-cuff stuff that made this week so much fun, maybe it's you know a little less contrived. It's probably a bad word to use, but a little less written and a little more off the cuff. No, I don't know. I, I, no, I would agree with that because when I even back in school and when, when you're memorizing stuff – and if you if you forget something or you say something you know out of place or out of order, just like when I tried to do uh, tried underline tried to do stand up, it could really mess you up. But when you when I'm hanging out with you guys, you know it's a lot easier to be funny, for lack of a better word, and silly when you're just talking about everyday things instead of like I got to remember to say this and that and that in some kind of sequential order and that you know and, and worrying about whether you're going to say it right or forget something. And that's I think what led to some of my less than admirable stand-up experiences because I was trying to memorize 12 minutes of what I wrote down with little index cards. It was probably more like 20 minutes that you're trying to fit into four. And, and, it, <laughs> and it felt like felt like four and a half hours out, out there when no one's laughing. So, one, so the same caller that identified himself as a doctor also said that he had sent in that wooden plaque that's in front of you that says TOD. And I was thinking about going back in time when you lost the D. Do you remember the exact circumstances that, that you lost the D? It was something with a bet. Something Dan decided if you do or don't do that, we'd have to go back. Paul, he's great at memory. Was it like the, it's something with the Broncos? Like you had to know a couple, like five so, people yeah, from the Broncos? I, I don't know exactly what it was, but I, I know it was something that either Dan initiated or Paulie was in danger and say, why doesn't he lose the D, which wouldn't surprise me. But uh, I always <laughs> like take little shots at Paul. But um, no, but I think Dan came up with, you know, you lose the second D in your name and you're just T-O-D if you can't think of whatever. It might have been something Bronco related because I say what a big Bronco fan I am. And then I couldn't even name any of the uh, quarterbacks besides like Elway and Peyton Manning, which was an epic fail the other day. Eric Weeks, who's our camera operator, he's also running the board right now. Um, great guy. He texted me and said he thinks you lost the D uh, during the AUAA finals. Does that ring a bell for you? Mm, yeah, but I would probably need more specifics. What did I, I like? Because you lost the championship. Yeah, but I, we were supposed to like be in like last place. No one gave us any chance. Like Fritzy's got this crazy hook shot, yeah. and we didn't know what Dylan's <laughs> ability hosed, was. So. And, and like, and because of Ario and and you know, and two days being able to be in the right spot to put up that shot and then win in overtime. Somehow, some way, Orange Crush made its way into the championship round, which was much 
further. If I lost that D because of that, we got to the chapter where we were supposed to finish in last place, and I don't know how that could happen. Kind of a Cinderella story. We totally were. <laughs> but then we got spanked pretty good in the championship game. The show. We had no business yeah. being there. But you know what? We were in the championship game. Two other teams were not. It's like most Super Bowls, you know? Like, yeah, it counts getting there. Um, <laughs> but do you think that there's anything um, that may, will help you get that D back? Like, do, first of all, do you want the D back? And second of all, do you think that there's something that you can do to Probably not. I, th- I think it's better for for the show and and one of many jokes that I'm the butt of to be TOD or whatever. I do like you know my actual name is Todd with two D's. But at this point, I've come to the conclusion that no matter what I do, even on my best day, there's still going to be something that one or more of whether it's the host and or the Danettes will find something to make fun of about me or how I talk or a bad joke or whatever it is that will keep that second D from uh, getting reattached. Yeah, Bill. Well, Todd, hypothetically, what would happen if you lost? The remaining D, and then you're just toe. I was just toe. <laughs> that could happen. And then, but and then, are you, are you turnover? Are you timeout? There's a lot. Of, are you Terrell Owens? Like what TO? That would be really weird. You have to have at least the first D, because then you're not even a person. Because then you're are you initials? But O is not my middle or last name. It wouldn't make any sense. But leave it to the guys. They'll come up with a way to take the second D away too. <laughs> Thank you. Hey Todd. toe. What's going on, Toe? You got any mock headlines, Toe? I think you started something there. Oh Sorry, yeah, Mark. Actually, guys, Thanks. it's pronounced two. Who? Huh? What so are you talking about? It wouldn't be toe. It'd be yeah, two. T O is two. Come right. on, guys. The, the word nah, would... it would be toe. Oh, that's even better. Oh, toe Fritz. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people don't believe that your last name is actually Fritz. Yeah, it really is. It's like and, legally. And that's speaking your... of toe, like I actually have a problem with the no way. toes. Yeah. Well, let's. Leave I don't it. want to get into health so... <laughs> No, but I have a hammer toe on my left foot, and I'm I... not surprised. It's just a weird. My yeah. pinky toe curls like under the toe next to it. Oh, we... Todd, did you see we Deion Sanders just got his oh, toes yeah. amputated? Yeah, two of them. Gnarly. I remember when he pulled his sock off in mm. in Minneapolis during the Super Bowl. And I was like. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't complain. I, you know, yeah. if I had five toes and then three toes, that would definitely freak me out. I would probably stare at that for long periods of time. I, I was laughing a little bit this week. Tyler trolled you. Um, it didn't really make it on air much, but mm. um, to catch everybody up in your, I believe it's your left hand due to a um, My right hand and uh, a tragic accident. But in, did you hear what happened to him though? It was bad karma. Yeah, I know. So, well, you tell the story then. Okay, he, I, after the show, because he he's always Mister Sensitive like me. He felt bad. He's like, you know, I don't want you to be upset with me or like, you know. That I uh, brought that fiberglass piece out. I know you hurt your hand. And he goes, if it's any consolation, I, as I was grabbing it myself, I got a piece of fiberglass in my hand also. And we were just kind of discussing, what are you doing? Are you soaking in vinegar? Are you hot water, then cold water? Are you going to get a tweezer? Are you going to pull it out? So we, we bonded through his, you know, and he doesn't have a mean bone in his body. So I like refused to believe that was even Tyler that put it there. But if it was him, he uh, got his comeuppance, I guess, a little bit, because now he's got little shards of fiberglass in his hand. Well, know. I hope that your <laughs> shards... Um... So, Again? Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will. So this, this is like a, su- a super behind the scenes thing, but um, Marvin for the last two years has been on comms headsets with all of us in the back, and I'm used to kind of giving him little jokes or something uh, in headsets. Oh, so, I like that. I didn't know you do that. So now that he's on really camera, I still feed him stuff like today. What did I feed you today that you used? You I never knew. That's pretty cool. Oh, you know what? You were talking about the um, nobody. Oh, I'm playing. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. But it was who better? Yeah, I don't know. But then, uh, oh, uh, he, you got in trouble for one when I gave you the answer to the trivia question. Dan didn't think anyone would know. I was going back a few weeks. Oh, so it all kind of balances <laughs> out. If you have like a really good joke, you're not getting any credit for it. But if something bombs or something mean or <laughs> something goes awry, you're not going to get blamed. Right. So I guess it yeah. kind of 
But <laughs> some, some, the watch. Sometimes you'll see like Marvin will start laughing and looking at the camera and, and I try to not show him. And that's because it's some, something you just yeah, said in his, like in his ear. That is great. I'm but a lot of times I'll be like, anyway, what's up? Because like that's what oh. you do, and I, like every time I get uh, so anything Marvin's ever said on air was fed directly. No, 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 no. Fascinating. No, 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 no. All right. So last reason I wanted to have you in here was to talk about your insane list of March Madness celebrity asks. Um, I did get a little too carried away, especially during vacation week. I got a little bored. I didn't know what to do with myself, and I just started thinking of random names of people that would be cool. And it ended up being 182 people that we invited. <laughs> And we got a total of thirty-three, a couple of which came at the last minute, and uh, yeah, that was a, that's a, that was a crazy list. So, of the uh, people that you invite that have never been guests on the show, have you ever had any that participate? That's a great question. Uh, Michael Douglas was in studio. I was thinking, but I think pretty much everyone that has been that agreed to do it has been on at least once. I, I may be forgetting somebody. The pop stars are really fascinating to me. I, I did enjoy, you know, as names were popping in my head. It's like I got to ask Denzel Washington, or I got to ask Ice Cube, or I got to ask Daryl Mack from Run DMC, whatever it was. Just names, you know, Christina Aguilera. I just because you never know. I just <laughs> let me go. After, I'm going to go after. From all walks of life and entertaining celebrities that may not even know what a bracket is or what March Madness is, but how crazy if I could even get a few of those, which didn't work out because I, you know, again, it was over 180 names. But if somehow, some way, you know, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, Dolly Parton will do a bracket for you. How like crazy awesome would that be? Yeah, Dylan? Um, so I'm going to guess Olivia Rodrigo did not enter the bracket challenge. I got 121 no responses. No responses means either no response or I got a quick <laughs> note bang saying, uh, we'll get back to you on that. And then I never heard back. Yeah. So it, it was one of those two. And that fell into the category of awaiting response because it wasn't a no. They just I never heard back from them or they said, let me look into it. And then they decided I'm not asking Olivia Rodrigo, my client, to do a bracket sheet. So I'm just not going to even bother getting back to Todd on that because it's silly. It's fascinating to me that you would be like, of course Olivia Rodrigo needs to be reached out to. Well, I also <laughs> think of names of people that Dan mentions like on shows he's watching, like Kevin Costner, and then there was Kelly Riley. I'm, I'm maybe saying the name wrong. One of the stars of uh, the show that Kevin Costner's in, the Yellowstone. Okay. She's like this beautiful woman that plays a real tough character, and I invited her. That was one of the awaiting responses. Oh, actually, I did get a response saying that uh, she's unavailable. <laughs> I did try. So I try to work that in, and then, you know, and then this certain musicians that he likes and stuff like that, like uh, Eilish or whatever, Billy Eilish. I'm like, I gotta ask, what if, what if Billy, what if, how great would it be to come to work next day and go, Dad, guess who's doing a bracket? Billy Eilish is doing it, or whatever it is. So, and then the one from the from that he had a crush on from uh, what was the HBO show? Emmanuel yeah. Sheep. Yes, yeah. from Entourage. So there's there are certain there's some rhyme, but she's been on the show. Was she on it? Maybe she was so. on once briefly. I think I she was on once, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with that, and I was hoping some more of those would have come through. Yes, Dylan? Um, it is funny just reading down the list because it starts with, like, athletes and stuff and, like, regulars on the show, and then it starts to skew female and poppy. Oh, yeah, big time. It was, like, Katy Perry and then, uh, you know, senators and governors and i was just i started getting a little you know i think i had a lack of sleep you know like think, when it's vacation time and i don't have to get up at 5 30 in the morning i'm up all night and i'm hyper and i'm watching all kinds of tv shows and movies and then names start popping in my head and i'm like you know i'm on my phone it's three in the morning like you know why not see if richard blumenthal will do a bracket <laughs> sheet? i don't know as silly as that sounds I'm like you know, i'll stop thinking of which women do i think are the hottest that are right now in tv and movies and music and that'll make the list because if just a few of those agree to do a sheet that's so crazy awesome and cool. So that's yeah. why I tried. So, Todd, one other thing. I, I thought the uh, bracket challenge was going to be the last thing. but So it came up today that you are owed a pie to the face. Yes. So 
I don't think that we ever really got clarity on air for what that bet was. No, you know what it was? I always think it's something Broncos related that someone said, I bet they don't make the playoffs. And then I thought they were going to at least get a road wild card game and it didn't work out. So that's what I thought it was. But uh, again, that could be a poly thing. I'm surprised he didn't, when it came up today, that he didn't uh, know because he's able to quickly remember a lot of that stuff. But I do, in fact, you know, am owed a pie to the face. I just, I thought it was Denver related, but it could be something completely different. Um, well, so I'm currently looking at the Twitter account, DP Show Bet, so I will see if I can find what that bet was. But um, Marvin has his first ever pie yeah, to the face. Yeah, Monday. Do you, do you have, which I want to get into a little bit, Marvin, why you elected to have Monday start with a pie to the face and have to think about it all weekend as opposed to just taking it today and having it be over with. But before we get there, um, do you have any advice, Todd, for Marvin for his first pie to the face? I would say try to keep your eyes closed and um, just just you know kind of I know I just kind of just you just gotta bear you know bear down and just get ready for it and have towels obviously standing by don't wear anything particularly nice which I don't think you will I think you're smart enough to wear something that you would you know if you would be finger painting as a little kid or a smock or whatever just wear something that you don't care if it gets full of cream and pie and stuff. And I would also, if you have any choice into what the pie is, which I don't think you do, pick a pie that you like. Because at least for me, when I got hit with the pie, I tried to collect as much of it as I could before it fell on the floor. <laughs> and I totally ate some of this blueberry pie and it was lovely. And, you know, I'm not saying pick stuff out of your nose or your ear and eat it, but whatever falls back into the pan or somehow can be salvaged, you know, if they give you any choice, pick, you know, if you like blueberry, cherry, whatever it is, lemon meringue, I heard is a one that burns your face. So you don't want that. Key lime. But that's all I would say. But I'm surprised you didn't get it over with also. But you're a good sport and you'll have fun with it on Monday. Yeah, Marv? Yeah, no, I just wasn't feeling the whole getting a pie on Friday thing <laughs> going into the weekend. You know what? I'm going to start my – it's Monday. Monday sounds like a good and, and day. And Monday's usually a crummy day. And like, you know, everyone, you know, wishes the, the, the weekend went too fast and it's Monday and you still Wait, got another four days after Monday. It's a crummy day? It's a crummy – I didn't even realize what I did then. So Ooh, I did that. It's a crummy gosh. day. But Mondays are usually, you know, ugh, it's Monday, I got to get up and I got the whole week ahead of me before the weekend comes again. So if you're already going to be in that Monday mood, you might as well add to it by getting a pie in the face. So oh, I understand what you're saying. Mark, didn't uh, the guy who bet you, didn't he say candy yams? Yeah, and I said on the air, no. No. That's, an, that's a hard no. I do. I, whatever <laughs> the pie contents are, I do have a request. You should wear a suit. Oh, that's a asking a lot. That's going to be an expensive bill. You for give the me a suit. So. If you bring a suit in, clean, mm. I'll wear it. I'll bring a suit. and All right. And I'll take the pie wearing the suit. Wow. Okay. That's pretty cool. Because that could get a little pricey, getting a suit clean but wait, pie all over it. But, Todd, I don't like the way his suits, he dresses like Danny DeVito and Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> Your point you may, being? Yeah, you may want to rethink that. <laughs> I just yeah, find, even better. Just find an old T-shirt or jersey that you don't care about getting whipped cream and cherries on or whatever that you can just kind of wash off and throw right into the uh, to the washer and dryer. All right. So according to DP Show Bets, I think that this bet was about um, whether or not um, Aaron Rodgers was going to be Packers or Broncos quarterback. Ooh, maybe, maybe. But then he also said no pies are at stake for this. Um, okay. But either way, it sounds like you're getting a pie. Do we know if that's happening Monday or no? I don't think Monday. I think Monday's. I think we're going to just kind of make that, you know, Marvin's Marv day, day, and then uh, mine will be some other day. But I knew it was probably something Bronco related, as it usually is. Yeah. But I just don't recall. But it is accurate that uh, there is a pie coming to me at some point. Well, listen, the BRGs love you. We we hope that you're able to work on your speech affect. I get or... sad sometimes. Why? I just get sad because sometimes I feel, you know. When I think about it too much, which I try not to, it's like, 
you know, the whole laughing with you versus at you. Yeah. And, and sometimes you feel like it's a little too much on certain days. But then, I'm, then I stop and say, you know what? I love everybody. I know they ultimately love me. Everyone, people are laughing. They're enjoying the show. And as long as we're all happy and smiling and having a good time and we're talking sports and music and stuff and we're getting paid to hang out with each other and, and goof around for a few hours and then at least one day a week stuff our face. Like, this is good. Life is good. We're all relatively healthy. I got my issues, but we all, everyone's got stories. And, uh, let's, you know, we're just having fun talking sports and entertainment and eating. So I would bad? love to, like, end it on that note, but... Didn't a caller this week ask you that on air? And Dan said, okay, Todd, how do you feel? And you didn't say that. You said, I usually feel fine. I may have lied there. Yeah, I was on the spot. I, I, this is a more cozy setting, the 1215 okay. podcast, where I get to open up a little more. We're in a smaller setting, and it's just, you know, it's a smaller group. And yeah. I just, I think I open up more when I'm a guest on this show. But there are times where I'm driving home, and I'm like, and, you know, a little tear will fall down. My, no, are you down. serious? I don't, I don't, okay. I'm not crying. But, uh, you know, you'd probably have to uh, have my wife on at some point or get some research from her off the air. And because she'll end up getting the brunt of that when we're sitting down. And she wants to tell me about her day teaching or what's going on with the kids. And I'm like, they did it again. Yeah, they made fun of me. Yeah, <laughs> my speech and everything. And then it ruins dinner. And then I have no time for the kids. And, and then you have to eat a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, and then it's <laughs> 1 o'clock in the morning and I'm all upset. And then I just you know, I have cookies and peanut butter. And then I go to bed. And then I wonder why I got to get up to go to the bed. Oh, I can't talk about that. Um, I just That's what, uh, yeah, that's how I get. I But I, I got the, the whole midnight, 1 in the morning, eating a couple of chocolate chip cookies and having a peanut butter sandwich. That If I could eliminate that, not that I wouldn't all of a sudden be a 180-pound of Donness if I did that. But I can do better, which they love when I say that. Mm. Every time they're like, why don't you like not eat as much Chinese food or get on the treadmill? But yeah, I can do better with that. Why don't you let Chris Rock write some jokes? Yeah, I probably should let uh, great comedians write some material for me. I actually could do better at that. I actually, I love that Todd's noncommittal response to everything. It's always just, I could be better about that. I still End of be, story. Yeah, I still want to be locked in. Like, what, <laughs> like I got to show Dan that I went to the gym three days a week. For, I did do it on a gym. <laughs> I have a I have a speech one, but um, sorry, I, I don't want to be locked in. Like now, I have to go to the gym four days a week for an hour and a half, and I gotta show how many calories I consumed, and and I have to lose this much weight by this date. I'd rather just say, you know, I should work up. I did it again. I should I should work. <laughs> testing testing one two. I should. I, I think I can't. I really can't say sh one. Uh-huh. I should work on that. That's crazy. All right, Todd. I, I really, I, I really have a. I didn't think I had a speech impediment. Todd, you do you, King. I got so many other problems. I don't really need to add a speech impediment to that. Well, Todd, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. And we love you. If you ever feel like uh, you're not loved, you can call me or Marvin or Dylan, and we will tell you how much we love you. That means a lot to me. It really does, actually. I'm being serious, like because there are times where I'm like all alone in my little world, and, and I get in my own head dick sometimes. Not in a terrible way, but there are times when you're like, you know, maybe today was a little over the top. I got a little too beat up unnecessarily. But ultimately, if everyone's laughing, whether it's with you or at you, hopefully with you, then it's all good. It's Friday. Life is good. Todd, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Thanks, man. You guys too. Todd Fritz is a true American treasure, I think. Um, And the more he speaks, uh, the more I think America gets to understand. Yeah, Marv? The Liberty Bell, Statue of Liberty, Todd Fritz. Just American monument. He's the ultimate patriot. Obviously. Um, Marvin, you had, I know, and this is kind of um, every week we've been checking in on your status as a Danette and kind of your growth. Um, This week... You had several callers talking. I mean, I think it's so funny that now it's like the height and weight and then hand size. We almost need like a little like baby binky sound or something yeah. like <laughs> when they give their hand size. Um, but uh, but no, I, I uh, and then 
we had so many people talking about your UConn bet. And then, so how was Twitter last night for you? I'm sure that was a new experience, uh, getting blown up by people you've never met. You know, it's so crazy. I, like, now you see how, like, not fame, but, you know, you kind of have a level of, I don't even want to call it fame, but you know what I mean? Like, people you don't know, but they know you. I guess that's what you would, notoriety, more notoriety, I guess would be the uh, the word for it. But Clout. Okay. Skis. Okay. But they were killing me on Twitter last night, especially like UConn was down by 10 at half and Sean in Sacramento, shout out to Sean in Sacramento. Boy, I mean, he put that, uh, that picture up of the baby holding the finger. And he said, this is me and Marvin uh, shaking on the bed. Oh, I laughed so hard. Body bagged. Oh my gosh. It was like, you could see the other side of Twitter. Like when you're the target, but, uh, like obviously it was all in good fun. So, like I said, like if you if you can't laugh at yourself, this isn't the show for you. Like if it's supposed to be like all good, no. Sometimes you're gonna have the small hands, and you're gonna lose a bet because you kind of lost to you know New Mexico Central State. So, which by the way, I felt pretty good for your bet on for your end, to be honest. Oh yeah, I was only nervous because you know what? I think I have another pie coming. Me and Jesse bet whoever got further. And it's definitely not UConn. It's definitely not UConn and UCLA won. So all they had to do was win one round. They almost lost too, but they won. If ifs were fits, we'd all be drunk. Well, they didn't cover the spread, so in my book, they lost. You're always losing in that department. Dylan, you have your other podcast, you Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble. How are you looking after one day of March Madness games? Um, So, like usual, not great. Um, but so bad Larry and I are picking every single game of the tournament against the spread. So we have a little running track record. I did early calculations of the first day. I went six and 10. He went eight and eight, but (laughs) I had a big, I had a big uh, money line underdog hit, which was Richmond against Iowa. So that was nice. But you know, as always sort of somewhere in the middle slash, I was a little confused. I listened to the episode yesterday and I was a little confused because you guys were giving all the the spread the the your choices versus spread, right? Sorry, yeah. I, I don't gamble, so I don't fully know. So we're basically like because obviously you know there's 32 games in the first round. Yeah, we didn't obviously think about uh, running through every single one on the podcast, so we just picked out bets that we like. But are you going to count those units on the show? Yeah, or is that just like advice? Yeah, I it think counts towards the total units. Yeah, well, we're not doing units. It's just we're doing just like win-loss record okay. picks, so okay. it's, it's a little more streamlined. Got it. Because you didn't you pick something that was like plus 1,800? Yeah, that's to, we both did a futured pick to yeah. win the tournament. Is that a win-loss or is that a unit? Um, that would, I guess it would be, well, it would be like, I we're going to put them in individual categories, so like against the spread, over-under, money line, futured pick, stuff like that. So I'm sort of mapping it out in my head. Nothing to me says sports gambling more than, a, mi- a million different ways to calculate so that no one knows whether or not you won or lost. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, that, that's why, like, it just makes more, I, in my opinion, it makes more sense just to, like, just straight up, like, win-loss record, and then you can have subcategories. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm, hopefully you do a little better than 6 and 10 this weekend. You know me, I'm pretty organized, too, so. <laughs> all right, I think that's all we have time for this week. Uh, for Marvin the Prince... Dylan, the graphics guy, Mutt Ario, not joining us. Uh, hopefully he's enjoying his time out in Scottsdale. He'll be back next week. This is Eric the Big German. Have a great weekend, everyone.